0: Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, CAB Incorporated presents Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Now, here's your host, Amanda Pierce. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Happy New Year, as this is the first episode kicking off 2021. I am joined by a dear friend and very talented entrepreneur here in Gwinnett named Kate Autry King. Good morning, Kate.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Welcome.
0: <laughs> now, I don't want to do um, a disservice and not highlight all of the wonderful endeavors that you you are um, kind of meddling in right now but you are the um, president and founder of Gwinnett Event Photography and Glorious Glow Candle among other things so give a quick little drop on all of the companies that you spearhead
1: here uh, currently. <laughs> <laughs> um, I own Gwinnett Event Photography, Atlanta Convention Photography, um, I bought flippity doo flip books in 2018 um, as you said, I own Glorious Glow Candle Company, and then my husband and I started um, Honeydew Homes uh, last year.
0: I've so, been seeing all the posts on Facebook for Honeydew Homes. <laughs> There's a lot of posts. Very cute name, I must say. Thank you. you Came welcome. up
1: with it in the shower.
0: Did you? I yeah. did. <laughs> That's a lot of creative thinking goes on in the shower.
1: I always feel like if you can remember it after your shower, then, then it's, it's a good, yeah, it's a good name.
0: Well, I know that, um, and we're kind of backtracking because I want to highlight other things, too. But I know that the the common term honeydew list is something within a household, a married household. Is that kind of how you came up with the name?
1: That's how I came up with the name, and it provided a good um, logo. So I pictured mm-hmm. the logo in my head, um, play off words with of a honeydew melon. Right. So it's honeydew, honey D-E-W. Yes,
0: I like that, too. Yeah. And it sounds sweet. Yeah. Uh And we're here in the south. I don't know. To me, it just resonates like a nice southern company.
1: But I'll give you a fun fact. I'm actually allergic to honeydew melon.
0: Really? Wow. (laughs) So at least you can highlight it in name because you can't enjoy it. I think it's a beautiful fruit. fruit. It is. It's gorgeous. You know, I struggle with cutting honeydews, though, because like the insides like it gets weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird like a pumpkin. (laughs) But I digress. Do tell us just a little bit really quickly before we dive into your history and how you kind of um, geared up to become such a successful entrepreneur. Um, We're sitting here and for those who can't see us, there is a beautiful woodcrafted box that Kate's husband made to store all of the candles that she made and they're called Glorious Glow Candles and they're here and they're beautiful. Tell us a little bit about Glorious Glow.
1: I actually started that company when I was a teenager. Um, I, always, I was always the kid with a lemonade stand or just a side hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I learned the value of a dollar at an early age because my parents were like, Oh, you want an American Girl doll? Well, it's like 80 something dollars. I guess you should start saving, like figure it out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's where it really, I guess, started for me was being able to um, pay for things myself um, and getting creative with a skill set, which when you're young, you don't really realize that's what you're doing. You're just like, oh, this is cool. Let's see, yeah, it's crap. Uh-huh. Probably, um, I would think I was like maybe four or five, and I was always drawing. And my dad worked at the um, newspaper, so I was like, oh, I'll just take these to the newsroom and sell all my pictures. And my mom's like, well, they're kind of on a budget, so I <laughs> just. I wouldn't mark them up that high. And I'm like, I don't want to devalue my art, Mom. What?
0: It's such an early age, look <laughs> yeah. at you.
1: But um, so when I was a teenager, I, I started Glorious Glow Candle Candle Company. It was Glorious Glow Candles and Gifts mm-hmm. back then. Um, it was actually um, a group effort, I'll say, with me and my mom. <laughs> because my mom was the one driving me around to craft Aww. fairs. And then there was some times where I would have extracurricular activities. And I couldn't actually be at a craft fair so my poor mom was in charge of manning Helping a lot of crafts yeah a lot of booths so That's okay I, and she still loves me so
0: she supported <laughs> yeah, your dreams at an early age
1: exactly my mom's awesome um but yeah so i had a lot of support from my parents um and actually so much support that my dad let me use his credit card when i was 14 and he's like get what you need because i was you know doing pretty good with mm-hmm. the candles. Well, I decided I needed $6,000 worth of candles. Wow. <laughs> it was a so lot. Hey, listen, as long as you can recoup <laughs> the funds, then well, that was a fantastic idea until um I was very excited about gel candles mm-hmm. at the time. Um you can make them look like ice cream sundays and Ooh. banana splits. So I was mm-hmm. really excited about it. Um the problem is Gel wax is extremely flammable. Oh, wow. And so you have to keep a really close eye on it. And at the time, you know, I was 14, the internet was pretty new. I'd done a good amount of research, but I also knew, you know what, this has taken a little bit longer to melt this wax than I had planned. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to go sit down and watch Trading Spaces for a minute. It's like very early 2000s. And I loved it. And I didn't. You're supposed to put it in a double boiler to melt. And I was like, no, I'm just going to cut corners Uh and take it too long. Melt it. Yeah. I heard heard like a little bit of a whistle and I look over and it's smoking. And I pick up the container, it was a glass container. Uh And I'm like, oh no, I think this is about to explode. And I couldn't figure out where to put it. In the sink. No, (laughs) it exploded before I could do anything (gasps) with it. (laughs) So, every like gel wax went everywhere. I burned a hole in the kitchen floor. I had to like GI Jane my way out of the kitchen. It was insane. So I had like second degree burns and. Um, yeah, so after that, I wasn't really feeling the whole candle thing, so uh-huh. it took a little bit longer to pay my dad. Yeah. I was
0: going to ask you how you were able to um, make that right, so you were you were on the hook for the six grand? Yeah, or? I'm still working on it. Are you just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> At least it didn't ding your credit score. <laughs> but they did have to get
1: a new floor, so Ooh. I feel a little bit, I actually feel a lot of bit bad about it. Like, looking back, you don't
0: realize... Right. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that now that you have a thriving, successful business Again. you know. <laughs> yeah, that that he's really proud and that he kinda chuckles in thinking about that memory. And
1: I brought it back because of the pandemic. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what, I want all my faucets on and I actually had someone reach out to me from twenty years ago when wow. I was selling candles wanting to buy some. That's amazing. And I'm like, Well, I guess I should start this back up.
0: The power of network. <laughs> exactly. Now I want to rewind and talk a little bit about your dad because you have some, um, in my notes here, you have some fond memories that kind of led up to uh, your photography. And let's see here, it looks like your dad was a sports writer. So tell us a little bit about, you know, where he wrote and some of the things that you used to do as a youngster, kind of dipping into your photography world.
1: Sure. Um, He used to work for the Gwinnett Daily News. Um, He worked at the Atlanta Journal Constitution for a really long time. Um, He currently, he's still a sports writer, um, worked for Associated Press and a few golf publications um, in the AJC still um, but because of my dad I would say that's probably where my first interest for photography came Uh, so I grew up in a newsroom um, and (laughs) specifically um, my dad would take me on interviews and I remember I was probably about four years old, and I had a plastic camera Mm -hmm. with no film in it. I just always had a camera. Uh, So my dad was interviewing a uh, basketball coach, and I decided, I think I'm going to take a photo of of the basketball team. Mm -hmm. So here I was, four years old. I had lined up the entire team for a photo, Uh and my dad was like, Coach, there's literally no film in that camera. (laughs) You motivated (laughs) them all. so it was early early signs of uh, being a photographer yeah. and um outside of that there was a photographer that worked at the paper that I just thought she hung the moon she was just like the coolest person uh she was always her name's Charlotte b teagle she mm-hmm. was always going to ireland mm-hmm. um had the best stories she showed me the dark room ah. and how to develop photos oh, yeah. yeah and it was just it, it was amazing mm-hmm. so that's probably my my youngest uh, my earliest memories uh, of photography. For photography.
0: Yeah. and then you also went on to work for the aliena journal constitution right out of high school um in the online sports department as a designer
1: i did um so right out of high school i um i, I started taking sports phone calls because you know it, it's something that's easy. And my right. dad was like, Hey, we need extra hands. Come on board. Well, from there, I mean,
0: taking sports phone calls.
1: So when, when there's a football game, mm-hmm. you have to collect scores to go into the paper. Mm-hmm. And so people call their scores in. And sometimes you have to call to get the scores from oh. the different schools. So that's how I started. Okay. Um, then from there, I met a lot of people within the newsroom. Mm-hmm. And so they had um, different areas for me to excel in so i was working um, helping with the calendars of different events that were going on in atlanta and then from there i was um, doing some design work for the um, online sports department so i was designing a lot of um, banner ads and um, laying out copy and also putting together photo galleries so that's really i started to see wow with photography you can be really artistic, Mm -hmm. even with things that you wouldn't think are artistic, like uh, sports. Uh, I was doing tons of uh, UGA photo galleries, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at these amazing photos that these really talented AJC photographers had done, and I'm like, there's so many shapes and lines and textures, and Mm -hmm. it's just amazing. You wouldn't think that you could get all of that from a crowd but it inspired me to pick my camera up again. Yeah, Yeah. and so I started doing that um, outside of working at the paper, Mm -hmm. but I would take it um, to the photo editor to get his feedback to see, okay, am I doing this right? Because I had the interest. right. And I really was just looking for like, oh yeah, that looks good. You should consider doing this and this. Mm-hmm. And um, his name's David Toulis. Mm-hmm. He is my still my photo mentor. I Aww. love Dave T to death. Um, that he was the one that was like, hey, you have a really good eye. You should think about going
0: to school for this. And I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. I
1: don't know about mm-hmm. that, yeah.
0: <laughs> but Q, you did I because did. <laughs> then you went on to apply for SCAD, correct? And you you went to the Atlanta campus. I did. Yeah, uh, almost
1: a full ride scholarship based on portfolio.
0: Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Yeah, my and dad is also very happy about
0: that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we're just trying to cover up that six thousand dollar credit card <laughs> charge with all of our success in life. I have a history. <laughs> How did it um, vary from being in the field? Because you were pretty much I'd, I'd consider it being in the field when you're working in the newsroom with your dad and kind of behind the scenes, translate to when you hopped into school were you able to um, kind of cross-pollinate the two worlds with ease or was one outrageously different than the other?
1: I would say on paper outrageously different however how I see everything is okay this is not school this is preparing me for a career and my choice for a career was going to be going back to the paper. So when I was Doing school projects, I was, I constantly had that in my head. Um, so when I was taking photos, I was looking for street photography and more of the photojournalism things. When a lot of the other um, students in my class, they were looking more for strict art instead mm-hmm. of um, anything related to marketing. So right. everyone had the freedom to choose what they wanted to kind of focus on. Mm-hmm. But how I saw it was, i want a specific job after i graduate from college Mm -hmm. so i'm going to treat college like my career so everything thanks Uh yeah everything that i was working on so if it was a project it's really a client Mm -hmm. so that's how i approached it
0: and that might have been uh why you're able to uh, hit the ground running and and be such a successful entrepreneur because you. you had that mindset from such a early stage thank you was that four years that you did there
1: uh, It was three or or four-ish because I had returned to school and had credits and all of that. So
0: So when you came out, were you able to jump into the workforce and apply your degree in conjunction with your experience?
1: I was. I did hit the ground running um, just because I don't like to be told
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) That's a powerhouse woman.
1: (laughs) So a lot of people were like you know, why are you interested in this? This is um, this is kind of a guy's job. Photograph <laughs> I get that a lot. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, but I, was, I just didn't want to hear the word no, mm-hmm. ever. And so I just kept moving forward. Um, I had a lot of people behind me just pushing mm-hmm. and I worked for an event photographer um, for a year or so and I learned a lot but I also learned that I was coming up with a lot of really good ideas on my own that I could implement from my own business. Right. Um, and while I was working for her, I was also working for, um, patch.com. Um, the Huffington, I that, yeah. yeah, the Huffington post, um, owned it and super hyper local news. And so Gwinnett, um, if it was for, uh, it's been so long, Amanda. It was regional. Regional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. I like I can't remember if it's regional or throughout the country. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that they they came up with the concept of um reaching these smaller communities because everyone has news and you know if it's a hyper local news site then you can really see who's shining mm-hmm. in the community Absolutely. Um, so that's really where I got my my chops if you will New I chop. <laughs> um, my goal with that was to shoot enough so that I you know it wasn't it wasn't huge paying gigs mm-hmm. but my goal was to shoot enough to be able to pay for my next piece of gear mm. so when I first got out of school I was using like it wasn't consumer grade things, but it was like on the pro level of consumer. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew I needed to upgrade my gear. Yeah. So that was the goal. But in the meantime, I have all of these different assignments that kept coming in because they opened one in Lilburn and they opened one in and they So it was a lot of different right. communities um, in Gwinnett and then outside of Gwinnett. And I just figured the more photos I could take for the different groups, the more the, the, you'd be the out better. there. Yeah. yeah. And so I met just a ton of great people along the way. And, you know, I got my shots in. So that helped with my business yes. it helped me pay for gear yes. and it also got me out in the community meeting a lot of awesome people Awesome people
0: well you are a native Guinean. we chatted about that before the show and um i i just have to give a quick shout out because you are my my headshot photographer i don't know if that's really your <laughs> wheelhouse or you just made an exception because you're so sweet but um not too long ago we were at the Hedgens art center which was a gorgeous venue to have the shoot and you just click click clicked and made magic happen thank you yes and th- They're gorgeous. They're on my social media if anyone would like to admire them, Um, done by Kate Autry King. But aside from me, Kate, I'd like to ask what are some of the most noteworthy people that you've had the opportunity to photograph um, throughout your endeavors?
1: (laughs) Well, um, most recently, I photographed uh, Vice President Pence at an event in October. I
0: saw that on social
1: media, I think, that you
0: posted something.
1: Yeah, that was exciting. That was probably the highest level that I've photographed um I have photographed
0: what uh, was that if you don't mind like so did you go to the Capitol and was he speaking or what he, was the event he
1: had come to an event uh road for majority mm-hmm. um in October in the, it was at the Cobb Galleria um so he had come to to speak at a at a conference and so the conference had hired me uh-huh. uh to photograph him and I
0: I <laughs> Were fun. you, like, really close? Like, well, you could-
1: so I thought I was going to be really close. <laughs> <laughs> but the Secret Service decided I shouldn't be that close. Oh, my. I, I can understand <laughs> why. Protection. Yeah, so I was manhandled into the press area.
0: <laughs> so that's my fun little like, Mike Pence story. Still <laughs> exciting. Had you ever been in a press area of that caliber?
1: Um, Probably not. I have photographed, um, uh, mainly photographed, Concerts, mm-hmm. so I yes. we're going to get into <laughs> I'm that. am very familiar <laughs> with
0: security uh-huh.
1: and high level profile, but as far as politics
0: go, it was a different. It yeah. was just like. a
1: different realm. Uh-huh.
0: I'm going to get fangirl on you and excuse <laughs> me being a water bug. Um, the listeners know I like to skip around. Um, but I was reading in the notes here. Um, you've had the great pleasure of, of photographing a lot of events at the Infinite Energy Center. And we'll get into your relationship with Stan Hall in just a moment here. But you got to photograph the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In <laughs> what year was that? Remind me. That was 2012. Wow. 2012. That's before I moved here to Gwinnett. But I did come and see that show. And for all of you out there, that's my favorite band in the entire world <laughs> so I'm extremely jealous that you have a picture with flea hanging in your office <laughs> but I'd like to see it sometime yeah. tell me a little bit about that experience just quickly
1: yeah so um, I actually had photographed the state uh, basketball championship and I had posted the Twitter link I had posted the link to Twitter I should mm-hmm. say and Robin Ali who is in marketing um, which is now the infinite energy arena mm-hmm. she reached out and was like hey um, we need a house photographer. Would you be interested? We have the Red Hot Chili Peppers coming next month, and I'm like, why would I not be interested in that? Of course I'm interested. So I'm like geeking out <laughs> inside, but at the same time I'm like, well I've only photographed bands in Athens, <laughs> so the rest. A lot is, of good
0: bands have come out of Athens. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I I would say the rest is history. So I'm still the house photographer over at the Infinite. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just. I'm s- I'm so excited to you know have grown my brand yes. in Gwinnett County and just have these amazing contacts Protonious, and re- yeah. yeah relationships. I just I'm still friends with Robin and and everyone and just the relationships there in Gwinnett County are amazing.
0: Well, for um, those who might not know you by name, you are at the majority of the chamber events. Um, mm-hmm. You for talk you photograph all the chamber events and Chairman's club and stuff like that. So obviously Gwinnett um, has great pride in your work and they enjoy showcasing you as well. Um, Speak a little bit about how you you mentioned here that you met Stan Hall at a sporting event and then he was kind enough to introduce you to a ton of people and then kind of leading into your sports Mm -hmm. and golf photography.
1: Yeah so I met Stan um, at a gymnastics book signing um, for I want to say it was for Patch but it might have been for a smaller magazine that Mm -hmm. I worked for. I can't exactly remember i just remember meeting stan and being like this guy's really cool Mm -hmm. and so we sat down and had coffee and he was like look we have something big coming to gwinnett and i want you to be a part of it and just show up here and shoot this press conference and then we can talk and so i shot it and it was actually um the what is now the mitsubishi electric classic Mm -hmm. Uh, so i shot the press conference and from there i was their tournament photographer And I have been on board since the creation of the golf tournament. And it is just awesome
0: to see it grow every single year. I've seen some killer shots. Uh, You know, last year it was canceled because of the the pandemic and shout out to Bill and Ashley and Monty who worked very hard over there at Mitsubishi Classic. Um, but they were shots of. I know I'm gonna get the golfer wrong, so I'm not even gonna try it. <laughs> so are you on the green? Are you doing those up close where you can see the the blades of grass? You know, you are the one that are shooting those money shots.
1: I I am, um, but I'm also doing a lot of the the marketing stuff. So things that will bring folks into the golf tournament over and over, um, sponsorships uh, and things of that nature. Okay, um, but. My favorite
0: thing is to shoot this, the like
1: the up close, yeah. Stuff. Uh-huh. Yes,
0: and so yeah, are you like on the green? Like, I'm picturing you like maybe laying down, like with your camera, and like just <laughs> trying to get that. I feel you know? like
1: that's extremely industrious, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously well, I'm not a professional. Uh, well we t- you don't want to get yelled at by the PGA right. or any of the marshals. So course. I do have like a lot of like really
0: long lenses. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so
1: I am close but, but not, not close, close enough to get yelled at.
0: Okay. Very <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Well, I've spent the majority of the time speaking about your photography endeavors um, because I'm so excited about them. Uh, we'll we'll turn the page into something else here in just a second, but really I'd like to ask you before we say bye bye to photography, is what do you think about your style distinguishes you from other photographers?
1: Sure, so I see things in a photojournalistic way because that's my background. Uh, so instead of just looking for standard shots of click, click, I got my shots, it's time to leave, I learned early on to pace myself. You be the, be the fly on the wall, watch what's going on, wait for the candid moments, and it's really funny because I think there's some psychology to this. Uh-huh. Of course, I'm not gonna dive into <laughs> all of that, but if you notice the next time you're at an event, mm-hmm. there's kind of a cadence to how people act and yeah. respond. And so the longer you wait, then you can see, oh, they're about to laugh. They're about to smile, they're about to move their hand. Mm-hmm. And so when you catch it, there's a rhythm. Right. And so that's the how I shoot. I wait, wow. I shoot, and I look for the action and then the reaction. Uh-huh. So football game, okay, score a touchdown, there's the action. Uh-huh. Where's the reaction? Right. The crowd. Wow. So but I will say when I was shooting a lot of sports, I really like the crying photos.
0: Ah. <laughs> What about the ones where they're dumping the Gatorade on the coach? I do like that. I do like that. Yes. (laughs) I have to say you do that so well. And the fact that you just put that out there in great word cadence, by the way, um, I kind of noticed that about you because at the events, not that you're, unnoticeable. Obviously <laughs> you shine in any room, but you do a good job of kind of being the wallflower and kind of just observing. Thank you. And then, and even sometimes like I'll see you and I'll smile and you're like, no, no, I'm just like, keep doing what <laughs> I know, you're I doing. I shake a lot of people off. <laughs> it's <not just> you. <laughs> well, you know, naturally you see the camera, you're like cheese, <laughs> but I love that you want those organic moments. And especially for people, you know, like maybe interested in the chamber or some of the events or the high caliber, you know, Chairman's Club, getting to see the events through your lens, basically, in the photos that you take, gives them a real good idea of um, the nature of the event. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you'd say that it'd it'd be um, the the way that you observe and kind of predict the shot. Absolutely. And also
1: telling the story, because there's always... There's always a story, a start, a middle, an end. It's it. It's in anything. I don't personally photograph weddings, mm-hmm. but it's in a wedding, and it's in a bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at any event. I mean, everything starts. There's a middle, and there's and an and end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Okay, and just one quick question, because all my life growing up, my mom was taking pictures of us. But as a result, looking back, there are like no pictures of my mom, because she's the <laughs> one always taking the photos, yeah. right? So does that hold true with you as well? You're always behind the camera. Do you ever... Who takes your pictures as well? <laughs>
1: i <laughs> Nobody. I don't allow it. No. <laughs> well, well, actually, like, growing up, I was always wanting to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm always a ham, and look at me, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, that's how my, my parents got me to act right. If I was pitching a fit, they'd get the video camera out, and then I'd be like, just okay. a complete little angel. Smile. Yeah, but I think I just grew out of that with photography, because right. it's more comfortable to be behind the scenes. I understand. Yeah.
0: And um, just for those, I don't know that I've mentioned her husband, David, who is um, a handy fella and a helper of all of her endeavors. um, He is your point person for the honeydew. Um, projects that you do and obviously a supporter of what you do as well yeah so talk a little bit about having such a killer career that is so demanding and kind of being able to um, be a wife and and have a successful relationship as well and in working together so closely how do you kind of juggle all those balls so
1: I will be extremely honest um my husband is very understanding and he when we met he just knew that i was a really strong woman and he says i'm God not bless gonna yeah, he's like i'm not gonna get in your way you just do you i don't ever have to worry about you or what people say to you or do to you because i know you can hold your own but mm-hmm. if you need me i'm here mm-hmm. but he um i will say for a very long time i was traveling three to four times a month um internationally i went Um, all over the country as well and he was just holding down the fort we have a dog Mm -hmm. and he was holding down the fort at home and didn't complain about it but it was really hard it's hard to be married and be traveling right so honestly like the whole pandemic thing it's been terrible for photography business Uh, because you know my bread and butter that's events yeah but it's just been really great to be at home and be, be with together. my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we learned we work better together. We love being together. We're like Aww. the couple that's like, oh, I just love you so much. I just wanted to let, let's sit in the truck. Fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: So well, um, out of that, that love and out of the pandemic, you know, kind of putting a damper on the events was reborn your candle business mm-hmm. and was born honeydew um what is the Honey right? homes. honeydew homes <laughs> so in those two things that you created together um how are you guys kind of managing all of the work that you're getting and the creative side and quality time also
1: well we have learned that we need to shut the phones off so nine to five nine to six that's kind of when we're on on Uh and he's out working and i'm doing like the more of the marketing Uh things um social media the website i'm doing a good
0: job because i see you all over social media. (laughs) thank you you're welcome (laughs) so
1: all all of the fun marketing stuff because um i actually learned early on that i'm really not good at pulling up carpet and laying floors (laughs) i'm very weak so um we're together but then we also have you know our Your time projects, apart yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so once we've learned to put the phones down and to enjoy our evenings mm-hmm. that has really helped us progress it's
0: a good idea you know mm-hmm. I'm very guilty of just being plugged in you know always doing something with social media something at 10 o'clock I'm like my eyes hurt yeah. from all the screen time mm-hmm. so I've been trying to make it a valiant effort myself so cheers to you guys for, for setting that aside and making quality time for each other um. Let's see here. We've we've touched on so many things. <laughs> Have I left out anything that you want to mention? Because um, I touched on your home improvements, your candles, and the photography. I mean, I'm. I think that. I think I, that's
1: all of my business.
0: And the flippity doo dah.
1: <laughs> the flippity doo dah. That's such a cute name. Did you
0: come up with it? I wish
1: I could say that yeah. I did. However, I actually bought the company from a friend of mine in wow. 2018. So it was already formed. Right. Um, but I actually had worked for her when I was in college, Aww. doing photo booth stuff. Uh-huh. And when the opportunity became available, I jumped on it.
0: For those of you who might not have seen them or can't put it together, um, I was trying so hard to remember the event that it was at. Um, but the flippity doodah is like, if you guys remember back in the day when you would draw like a little like sketch on the corner of your notebook and then you'd flip it and like the little man would move. Well, these are actual photos that they take, you know, like rapid, and then they put them in a book and they staple it for you so you can flip it and you see like the kind of movement. It's yeah. so cute. All within one minute. One minute. Yep. Boom. In a big fat stapler. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Everyone biggest. is so impressed by the stapler. It staples like 50 pages <laughs> it, of paper at once. Does, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kate, you are a, a pillar in our community, and I don't want to leave out um, all the work that you do with the Hudgens Art Center and speak about some of your um, initiatives with the nonprofits. So before the show, and actually we'll talk about the exciting news um, for the Hudgens Young Professionals merge that we kind of are, are cooking up. But tell us about um, what you do on the board at the Hudgens Art Center and some of the initiatives that you guys sure. um, have.
1: Um, So, I have been on the Hudgens Center of Art and Learning Board of Directors since 2017. Um, I served as the vice chair for two years, and starting January of last year, I was the chair. Um, It's been a great, great thing to be involved with. It's been so fun. Last year, if you had told me In January when I started that the entire year I would be doing board meetings on zoom I would have been like
0: what's zoom (laughs) right now it's a household word it is a
1: household word Mm -hmm. and I can have a board meeting in my living room that's a it's been an interesting experience there mm-hmm. but um we have a lot of great things going on at the hudgens um one of the things that we're currently working on we we have um, an events committee that we've started as well as a young professionals committee uh, so we're really excited to get the community engaged and plugged in um, we have a, a lot of new folks that have joined our board it's um, a younger board but a worker board uh, a worker bee board, I should mm-hmm. say. So a lot of just really um, excited folks to to get engaged, like push their sleeves up and just get involved. Yeah. Um, which is really great to see because I know like there's a lot of boards out there where, you know, you write your check for your dues and then that's it. You mm-hmm. show up for your
0: Zoom. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> but uh, so since I have an art background, it's just one of those things that I've wanted to um, – just pour into. pour into mm-hmm. and so that's what i've been doing the past year and we have really a really great staff mm-hmm. um we also have a fairly new executive director laura balance and she's just brought amazing vision and so whatever the board says hey i think it would be cool if we do this laura's like i'm on it nice. it's just been amazing um so we're gonna be focusing on young professionals uh around 25 to 45 mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to pull uh, some folks in mm-hmm. um you know i've noticed that a lot of people are like oh i'm just gonna drive into the city uh, for my art fix and right. i'm like we literally have the hudgens right, right here, here it's yeah. behind the chamber uh-huh. it's attached to an energy center yeah. like why? why is everyone leaving uh-huh. so my goal especially this year is to keep young professionals in Gwinnett County. yeah. So we have a lot of things that we're gonna be working on event-wise, um, networking-wise, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited to have you on our committee. Thank
0: you, I can't m- wait. Newly formed, mm-hmm. very excited. And I think I'm, I'm meeting Emily next week. Yes. So we'll, we'll have lots of fun stuff to talk about. You mentioned that age range, and you mentioned trying to engage and get people in. Now in the weird world that we live in with the pandemic, what are things that people can do or attend or enjoy at the Hudgens?
1: So we have a wonderful sculpture garden, and so we're definitely going to take advantage of that this year. The doors are open at the Hudgens. We've been open for several months. We do have a mandatory mask Mm -hmm. requirement, and we take temperatures at the door and, of course, space everybody out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have classes that we are running, but it is um, not maximum capacity just Mm -hmm. to keep everyone socially socially distant yeah. Yeah, socially and safe um, but the sculpture garden is the perfect place to utilize for a time like this because you're outside yeah you can space out it's beautiful so yeah. I'm excited to see the events that we can have sooner than later yeah. so now I'm just like okay is it spring yet
0: right <laughs> it'll be so pretty yeah this is out of sheer curiosity and it might be unrelated but I know that Gwinnett mm-hmm. has a, a large commission art like <laughs> presence and program you know you see like um the statues mm-hmm. in Lawrenceville and in Duluth and uh you see all the artwork. Um not Mr. Holtcamp's. I know he did that on his own, but similarly And Holt Camp like is one of our sponsors. We Woo! love him. <laughs> hey Matthew shout out. Um do you guys have any um interaction or any um any do you guys facilitate that at all? Any or is that a totally separate entity?
1: I as far as i know right now there's a lot of different arts councils in Gwinnett, and so i th- i want to say that everyone kind of has their own thing going mm-hmm. um but the hudgens has a amazing permanent collection and so that okay, we're actually so well, yeah it's here to stay yeah and we're looking we actually have a picasso so we're looking to start to grow that well and also to okay so say you want art in your mm-hmm. your law firm we can provide the art for your law firm. So for like
0: ever, or like you're selling it to them, it or would, like it would be on renting loan. it. Okay, yeah,
1: it would be on loan. So that's on our list this year because it's just how cool. how can we combine our. Services with the community. Mm -hmm. We want to be involved in the community. And get it seen. Get the art
0: seen. I had no idea that there was a Picasso. Girl, I didn't know see (laughs) (laughs) It's been there since 2017.
1: And Laura was like, Hey, did you know we have a Picasso? And I'm like, What?
0: (laughs) No. Well, Well, that's a big selling point. Yeah. Um, speak a little bit about the fun club, because I know that's something that's near and dear to you as well. And it's another um you have your hand in something else here for the nonprofits. Talk about the, the adult daycare fun club
1: yeah so they are an adult uh daycare for special needs um they're just a wonderful group of of folks and i've been working with them for a few years i do some photography for their their events Mm -hmm. um including fantasia um, which is at reeves young in sugar hill and i also do their golf tournament um and they're they're just amazing um and so speaking on your point Uh um, about combining um Community, forces, yeah, uh-huh. forces. Um, one of my visions that I'm hoping to see come to fruition soon is I think it would just be amazing to um, incorporate all of the different special needs groups within Gwinnett because there are several um, and have them be a part of the Hudgens Healing Arts program that we have. And yes. I just think it would be awesome if we had a workshop or even a summer camp. So that's kind of I don't want to I don't want to speak out of line mm-hmm. because I know it's still we're in a pandemic. And there's a lot of variables, but I would really love to see that. Um, kind and of be, life.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, just to give the listeners a little bit more detail, the healing arts program that she was speaking about would be um, basically like a creative time for the people that are in these programs and they would have a chance to paint or sculpt or do something fun. Um, And then possibly we'd be able to sell those items for some proceeds going towards the foundation thereafter.
1: I think that would be an awesome idea, but we're still in infancy Infancy stages. Um, But our healing arts program at the Hudgens is just amazing. And we've worked with um, cancer patients. We have um, a specific one geared towards veterans. Um, So, you know, a lot of people are dealing with stuff Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great to get your feelings on paper mm-hmm. or sculpt. Something. Have a creative yes, outlet. Yes. Yeah. And especially right now in just such weird times, mm-hmm. um, you know, think back of what you were doing when all of this stuff started. As, Which
0: it's been a year now. I know so. it's
1: been a year. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were like, you know, what? I'm going to start watercolors mm-hmm. just to get my anxiety out. Yes. That um, is, it is the Hudgens 40, uh, 40th anniversary this year. And wow. so we're excited to celebrate congratulations thank you and i will uh this is a little plug um our uh 40th year anniversary party our fundraising gala is in october um, we have not set the date yet but it is going to be an 80s party oh my gosh well
0: we're 80s babies so we 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 know we know how to (laughs) dress for the era party like it's 1981 is our theme (laughs) i like it well i look forward to hearing more and and no problem plugging we like plugging (laughs) our community partners um, Kate, it's been such a joy speaking with you today and you have such a, a colorful history and life and career. My hat is off to you for all the success that you have and that you're going to have with all of your endeavors. I can't wait to pick out my candle that you brought. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with a nugget of information or um, some parting words or some inspiration, something you've learned that you I, want to pass on to our, I our would, listeners?
1: Thank you. I would say just do it. If you have something that you want to do, just do it it doesn't matter if you have the plan in your head of how you're gonna do it just put your put the first foot forward Mm
0: -hmm. and just start start just start you know I had a buddy tell me the other day fail forward I said what (laughs) I had to think about that fail forward everybody's gonna fail you know like you stumble forward fall forward. as long as you fail just lean forward (laughs) lean into it that's um, how you learn. Yes. <laughs> well, if anybody would like to uh, find you or any of your goodies, please give them how they can find you for va- possibly of photography services, your candles, and the honeydew. Okay. Um,
1: Gwinnett Event Photography, and it's GwinnettEventPhotography.com. Dot com. And then I have uh, Glorious Glow Candle Company, which is GloriousGlowCandles.com. And then, last but not least, Honeydew Homes is honeydewhomes.com it's pretty flippity doodah (laughs) oh flippity doodah that one is a hard one to spell but sound it out and we're on google I always
0: think of zippity-doo-dah, yeah. zippity-ay. zippity eh. is. My, oh, my. And on that note. <laughs> hey, I do want to give a shout-out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we are celebrating uh, one year of being on the air with Yay. Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Actually, on Facebook, I got a, a memory. I love the Facebook memories where <laughs> Terry joined for the first show. And I do want to thank Terry Jondal and CAB Incorporated for having um, – Stuck with us and uh, inspired and helped us kind of forge the way for this program that has um, changed many people's lives. So if you guys would care to catch up on archived episodes, you can find us 24-7 on businessradiox.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio. Uh, we're also all over every podcast app. Please subscribe so you don't miss a beat. I enjoy my podcasts on Apple iTunes. Where do you listen, Kate? Spotify. Ooh, you yeah. can find them anywhere. <laughs> and uh, guys, make sure you stay connected with us on social social media at Gwinnett Radio X. And until next time, I am Amanda Pierch, and this is Celebrating Powerhouse Women on Business Radio X.